Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Hey, everybody, it's Todd Duncan coming at you from our studios in Orange County, California. We have a good friend that has come by for our High Trust Today podcast. Dave Savage and I have known each other for, man, going on three decades, and he's a thought leader, a tech leader, and uh, it's really great to have you by. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, It's great to be here, and I love the space. The vibe, yeah. It's amazing what you've created. Yeah, you know, we want to be in the content production and delivery business, and uh, it's a great... It's a great vibe to, to be able to knock it out whenever you want. And just like today, if we didn't have this, we, we you know, we couldn't have popped in here. So no, it's it's a it's a transformational space. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. So man, we are three weeks past mastery and uh, you were down there and front and center and uh, just networking and creating lots of positive vibe, lots of people on stage talking about mortgage coach and total cost analysis and all that great stuff. And uh, uh, this industry has been transformed by the proposition of advice. So give us, first of all, maybe your quick overview of, of mastery this year, and then let's, let's turn it around and talk about the LO of the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, sales mastery this year was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the feedback I got from all the meetings that I had was, you know, this is the best one yet. Uh, I was on, I not on stage this time, but I was, saw a lot of the stage time and what I did see was amazing. Mm-hmm. So I thought the content was great. Of course I was there with my daughter Sid Savage. So that was great to see so Sid. that was yeah. fun Sid being Savage. out there with the fam. What yeah. a name. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a bold name. But no Todd, you really did a great job. The quality of not only the people on stage but the people in the audience. It's a it's a unique group of mortgage professionals that are serious about where the business is today and yeah. where the business is going. Uh, so had a blast. Great job. It's gonna be hard to one up that next year in 2020. Interesting. So I think, you know, what was so cool about this year is, is obviously the market has been cooperating, you know, and and that's either, it's good and it's bad. It softens skills and, you know, and everybody's got full pipelines, but it was very interesting to me to see um, how many people in the midst of a busy market still made time to learn, grow and get better. And, uh, you know, that place was packed. And, and um, for me, it's, it's, it's really about, and why I wanted to do this with you quickly, is it, it's really about helping LOs and companies as they figure out what's the future look like. Our theme was fit, fast, and forward. And for you that weren't there, kind of the idea was you, know, you can't go really fast in business unless you're fit, healthy, you know, fit emotionally, fit, you know, from a skill standpoint, so on and so forth. And even when you go fast, sometimes you have to slow down. And, and kind of recreate or, or backpedal a little bit, or, or maybe your attitude towards failure isn't as good and healthy as it needs to be. And, and then and only then can you really go forward intentionally and purposefully. When you look at the landscape of the business, you know, having been a top producing LO and, and being a CEO now for 22 or three years? Or yeah, mortgage 20, coach, 22 yeah. years. Um, what do you see right now? What do you see the future being, not only for the industry, but for the local lender, you know, as compared to the the national player, what do you what do you see and what are you telling people? Well, I mean, one thing I am super confident of: there's going to be a top one percent, and there's going to be a top ten percent. So there always is. Yeah. I mean, that's a rule in life in performance that some people perform at a higher level. I also believe that the the the, the seats are the music's going, yeah. the chairs are reducing, and you're going to see a lot of shifting in that. You know, some of the practices that have gotten people to where they're at today are changing. 
And if you're not um, using technology in a super smart way, uh, staying at the top 1%, staying in the top 10%, it's not going to happen. So, so I think the, the big shift is just the, the mortgage professional that has great leadership skills and has the ability to learn new skills, leveraging technology, will be the top 1%, will be the top 10%. And the loan officers who don't, you know, they're, they're, they're going to have a more difficult time going forward. Yeah. So we had the privilege yesterday of, of speaking for the same client on their agenda. And, and when, you know, there was this entire dialogue around um, technology and trust and, and, and touch and, and all those things that are still going to be part of relationship going forward. And the comment that I made um, yesterday is that um, you've really got to trust your technology. Mm-hmm. And your technology can not on its own just bring trust. It can certainly destroy trust. But when you marry the, the physicality of human trust with the technological support of advice trust, that's like unstoppable. Absolutely. And so what do you, what do you see as maybe some of the mistakes people make with tech and or what are some of the, the things that you really admire about tech today as it relates to ultimately the, the consumer experience? Well, B, I think the biggest mistake of all is the loan officer that just refuses. Like, okay, I'm not gonna use my CRM. What I've, what I've done's got me here and it's good enough. The, the mortgage professionals, it's not getting into the media video game. I think that's a mistake. Uh, what I really admire is the loan officers that are doing it and, and, and they're doing it in a super local yeah. way. And even, even doing it in a super personal way. I mean, the best videos could be the text video, right. you know, where you're just letting your real estate agent knowing I'm working this weekend. You know, uh, now again, I'm not a fan of technology getting in the way of human connection, which was also a reminder and a takeaway from Sales Mastery this year is just the, the transformational power of personal presence. You know, yep. being at Sales Mastery, you're able to, to get inspired and you're able to connect with people in a different way. And so whenever technology gets in the way of that connection, I'm not a fan of it, but I love it when that technology enhances the connection. So like to me, a perfect playbook is let's, let's meet with the family in person as often as we can, but then when they leave, let's give them a personal video and remind them, I heard you. You told me the most important thing was X. And then whatever direction you wanna give them to have a smooth and efficient transaction, give them that direction. 30 seconds, one minute, boom, yeah. love that. Yeah, there is a, um, there's an interesting discovery, I think, when you, when you think about technology and you think about either being technologically resistant, potentially technologically avoidant, which is not smart, but then when you stop overthinking technology, and one of the messages that Jeff Wagner sent from stage, you know, having done like 4,100 30 to 40 second videos was keep it brief, keep it bold and be done. And, you know, we showed um, some stats yesterday, and I'd be interested in your, your thoughts on this. The, the highest customer SAT score in the world of technology in terms of borrower updates, the highest customer SAT score is when the originator takes the time to call to just give an update. It's not like they're on demand and they're crazy and they're right. trying to make all these calls, but it was more effective than the processor calling. It was almost three times more effective than just receiving an email, and it was more effective than any other form of update. What is your sense on how to balance the decisions to use technology or use, in this instance, touch? Well, I mean, first of all, I think the, the, the one big challenge in today's market is that every consumer is a little different. 
you know, it used to be that everybody just wanted to talk on the phone. Yeah. Then it was everybody wanted email, then text, now Facebook. And so, you know, we've got human beings using a lot of different channels for communication. And I think the referral-based professional, the local professional needs to kind of figure out how does this person want to communicate? And so um, some people, it's still phone and in person. Some people, it's text. They don't want to talk to you on the phone. And, uh, and that's where the video comes in. Uh, so I think that is a challenge. You know, to me, the, the, the rule is really pay attention to how people are communicating with you and then mirror that communication back. If they're texting you, text them back. Uh, updates, I mean, I think that's always been the case, although I think the Stratmore has done a really good job of showing us stats and other companies have let us know that it's really clear. The company that de delivers the best updates and the best communication gets the best customer satisfaction. It gets the most referrals. Um, but I, I, I would just add to anyone listening to this podcast right now, uh, look at all the different ways that you can communicate and upgrade your game. You know, use audio. Anybody who's listening to this has an iPhone. It's never been easier to leave an audio message to someone. You know, if you don't like the way you look, that's a great way to personally connect with folks. Yeah, interesting that you say that because just yesterday I got uh, three audio messages from you, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's uh, for me, it's- Did you it, like that, by the way? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm indifferent between a text and uh, an audio- but I found yesterday that the audio was more intriguing because I was hearing the guy that I have known for almost 30 years and you could have texted the same thing and it wouldn't have triggered that emotion. Right. You know, and I think video is the same way. And I think what we have to, to kind of look at, especially in the consumer experience, is how connected are we? And I think email um, has probably gotten overplayed and overused and... I mean, you look at, again, you point out Stratmore, they've got a, a data set of 100,000 borrowers that, that have given them this data. And so um, the highest net promoter score, which leads to the highest referability is when there is that personal call. And um, we know the technology that allows you to, to leave a voicemail and not have to have the personal call, even though it's personal. We know now you can push an audio button and, and send that and just want to give an update. Or you could take the four minutes it takes to call somebody and yeah. it would be exceptional. And, and you, you just said something made me think about it is it is such an email world and we've got junk folders, spam folders, you know, email that we never look at. Yeah. But really the only communication channel that is still not managed and doesn't have a lot of junk is yeah. the text yeah. inbox, yeah. you know, messenger. Yeah. All right. So let's switch gears because you have been probably one of the, the early innovators, early adopters, early leaders on the idea of how valuable is your advice. Mm -hmm. And we're in a world today where everything is sped up and we've got, you know, all these these mortgage apps and we have the the big boxes that are playing the game and you know it's it's speed to application, it's speed to lead and and all of this. And you know, there's there's just an interesting world that I think is getting a little bit kaleidoscoped around what is my what is my tack? And and you can't be, you know, high advice and, and, and low price and you can't be low price and high advice. We've done that, you and I, for mm -hmm. three decades. But what say you today about the world of advice and how do we keep that as the, the central value proposition? What well, are you guys talking about at Mortgage Coach? What yeah, are you telling your user group? Yeah, well, what I'm really trying to do right now is make it really clear as to what is the difference between a transactional conversation where I'm a loan officer 
who is being the custodian of a transaction. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been using this you know, metaphor of the transactional triangle, which most loan officers talk about interest rate, monthly payment, and closing cost. Boom, triangle. Boom, boom. And that is price. Yeah. And, and, and what we've done is I've actually created some documentation going from I'm a white belt loan officer to I'm a black belt in mortgage advice. Mm-hmm. And I've come up with this advice star. And the advice star is you still have to do the transactional triangle with everybody. But the other one of it is cost over time. Show a family the cost over time. And I actually wanted to jump on stage when you were doing your presentation the other day because you were talking trust, trust, trust. And I was thinking to myself, like, what are all the tactics that create trust? And the thing about when you show a family different options and you show the cost over time, that creates trust because, one, it's uncommon. Most loan officers are just going to do the transactional triangle. So it's an experience beyond the norm. Two, it's a... It's a greater level of transparency. Mm-hmm. And, and let's face it, families are not trusting the loan officer. Like, what, it's, what, are they, what are they hiding from me? And when you say, hey, you told me that you thought you'd have this home for five years. Here's your cash to close. And here's your cost over five years. Trust. Yeah. So, so that's it. And then the other part of the star is a financial strategy. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, that TCA that you created where we did the whole, like, hey, if you only prepaid an extra $100 a month, how much interest would you save? Trust, right. advice. So the thing I'm talking about the most is really trying to define where it goes from transactional triangle to where it becomes advice and really building out this go from white belt to black belt. Yeah. You know, yesterday <clears throat> I was talking about the the first of the three strategies I shared is I think the future is going to be largely based on the questions you ask. And then I the second that. piece I love how you did that too. was the advice that you offer. And I think that, that people need to understand that you can actually not be trusted and be trustworthy because you're in an industry that might not be as trustworthy. And large scale, it might be financial services. You know, a, a one-off example is, is car sales. And, you know, and then you look at, at some of these, these, these data sets of, of a, you know, 90% of the population doesn't trust attorneys and you, just, you don't you don't yeah. have to be a bad guy to be distrusted because you have Esquire behind your name. And in the mortgage business, you can have all the pure intentions in the world, but if you don't know how to intentionally create trust through great questions, then you're not as trusted as fast. And I think that's that Absolutely. affects conversion. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. And that's where you and I have always partnered is because it is questions like, Taylor, you've yeah. got to ask great questions, and then you need to give a deliverable. And and if it's a fee worksheet, you're probably not a mortgage advisor. Exactly. Even if you have that label, even if you talk a lot after that, right. if you don't deliver, you know, I ask you questions, I know your hopes, dreams, goals, and now here is a way to achieve those goals, and it's mortgage options, and it's delivered in a way that's impressive. So that's I think that's important. And then I think, I don't know... If I said it first, you said it first, but we've talked about the captain of the wealth team for how long have we been talking about? 25 years. Yeah. And although it seems like it's a new idea right now, I have been talking about it. People are like, oh, that's a big idea. And I'm like, I think you and I might have talked about that at Sales Mastery 20 years ago. 1997. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But I do think that's another thing that people need to look at as a mortgage professional. You're not competing with other mortgage professionals. You want to, when you meet with a family, be the most impressive 
local advisor they ever spoke to. You want to crush every life insurance salesman that they've ever talked to. You want to blow away every CPA that they've ever talked to, every financial planner they ever talked to. You want to have such a purposeful, high-trust, mortgage coach conversation. They're like, wow, I'll never forget that meeting. Yeah. And now you're the captain of the wealth team. Yeah. And by the way, if you do that, your future it's is game over. Yeah. It's game over. The next over. 10 years will be better, easier than the last 10 years because the transaction's getting automated. So that's, if you're a great high trust mortgage coach professional, you love all this automation. It's taking away all the work that I didn't like to do. It strips away a ton of inefficiency. Oh yeah. It, it enables a more powerful consumer experience. And um, you, you look at load and, and, and just pipeline efficacy and it changes everything. So yeah. it, it actually is your friend. I, wanna, I don't wanna forget this because I think you, you, when you were talking about the, the triangle, you know, rate and, and, and payment and, uh, and cost, you yeah. know, you look at that. And if you're watching this podcast, one of the greatest things you can do is use the people you compete against as the differentiating set. And I'm not talking about the good way. You could say to a borrower, you know, most loan originators will be happy to talk to you about rate, be happy to talk to you about payment, and be happy to talk to you about closing costs. Those are all important. But in addition to that, how I'm different is I wanna make sure that we maximize your expense minimize your risk and make sure that your goals are coming true. Over time. Over oh, time. Oh, over the five years yeah. that you told me you wanted to move up into a new house and over the 15 years that you told me you wanted to have your home paid right. off. Right. Boom. Right. And, and, then, and then what would that mean to you? You know, like think about it. Yeah. And, and then the other thing that I'm teaching folks is now, now that you've delivered this experience at the close, did the other mortgage prof the last mortgage professional you talked to did he give you a total cost analysis like this you know and if you know you're competing did they tell you the cost over five years yeah mm. yeah yeah and I think that's that is disruption and that is differentiation it's a different game it's a totally different game and by the way you can take this all the way to real estate agents even though that whole game is changing and you know how many borrowers come to a real estate agent that haven't had a TCA? that haven't had a professional experience that maybe it's still professional, but it's not like plus 10. It's not no, like, no, no. and and how do we how do we get the, the agent to say, you know, I appreciate the fact you've already talked to this lender. Did they sit down with you and create a total cost analysis over time so that you know that everything is gonna work for your financial benefit? And most borrowers would go, What's that? And and most realtors, they've never What's seen that? that. And here's the deal. The realtors need us. Yeah. I mean, they've got iBuyers coming after them. They've got disruptors coming after them. They've got Zillow coming after them. And when you can show them that, hey, you know what? I have a different conversation. Yes, I got the transaction handled. Yeah. But I'm going to help that family build wealth with real estate. By the way, what does that mean to the realtor? If you po connect the dots, that means they're going to buy more homes right. from you because they're going to move up faster. They're going to refer you more. Part of your conversation are, hey, what are your real estate goals? So yeah. you're able to say, hey, realtor, you refer someone to me. It's a transaction multiplier and it's a conversion multiplier. It's in I their mean, best interest. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's now in their best interest. Yeah. So I don't want to pass over this um, and, I, and I should have gotten a little bit deeper on it, but the whole you know, kind of chuckling about the wealth team concept, it's been around forever. We're, we're trying to, to get everybody in the industry to realize that there's a blend between traditional you know, realtor-builder business 
and Consumer Direct. And most local mortgage companies don't have the budget to do Consumer Direct. It's a different business, it's a different market. We're trying to get the local lender to start thinking about being consumer-centric, which mm -hmm. is the wealth-building concept. You and I have mutual clients that are crushing it yeah. with alternative business sets and business verticals. And, you know, we we did a, a little interview with Wally down at Mastery, and, and I think the guy now has had seven face-to-face -face meetings with seven of the top financial planners for Northwestern me. Mutual. And, you know, we got, we got Marty in, in Kentucky that's got two Hitachi plants and just crushing it. His realtor has gone from $8 million a year in sales to $40 million a year in sales because of consumer-centric thinking. Yeah, yeah. What are you seeing in, if we were to put some tracks to the concept of be the, the wealth team manager, what are two or three of the best practices you're watching the mortgage coach community use so, right so first of all, the two gentlemen you just talked about, they are black belts in mortgage advice. Yeah, yeah. They are black, black belts, belts yeah. in high trust. Um, they are the captain of the wealth team, you know? So, I mean, they are that, that when they show up to a financial planner, they're, they're providing this level of leadership. And so, you know, I call it consumer first, you know, just like that, you know, I know consumer direct is what everybody talks about, but I, I yeah. like to always come up with a different term and everybody talks about mobile first. So that's a mobile first thing. Well, consumer first. And so I, I definitely think realtors need us. I think mortgage professionals are better lead aggregators than realtors as a whole. Yeah. So we're really well positioned. And then we also, when we have a high trust conversation with the family, we're getting the asset side and the balancing right. side. So, so you know, first of all, you gotta you gotta just declare. I have to have a consumer consumer first strategy. Yep. I would tell everybody listening to this: if you haven't first and foremost, you're delivering annual reviews for your past customers. Stop. You know, it's like you gotta. Go slow to go fast. Right, right, so, right. So, you know, first of all, you've got to be a black belt. You've got to show up with that leadership. You need to have your past customer database nailed. And now what's another channel? I love what Denise Donahue is doing in yeah. Dallas, Texas, yeah. where she's really becoming a, an advocate for first-time homebuyers. She's creating content. Again, she's a black belt, captain of the wealth team, and she is creating content on getting first-time homebuyers in the market and then bringing those to her realtors. I love that strategy. Yeah. So I think, I think those are the things. And the biggest mistake I people see, I see people make is they they try to do the, chase the shiny lights d before they've really right. done their foundation. Are yeah. you a black belt? Yeah. Are you doing the advice star? Are you doing the transactional triangle? And so I would just caution everybody, you know, go through the steps. And what Wally's doing, I mean, this he took all last year to really add financial advisors right. to his pillar. Right. And this year, he'll probably, by the, when we interview him this time next year, he'll have a few CPAs. He'll have more financial advisors. His lead flow will be up. All I know is uh, in the in the uh, the month of uh, September, he closed $12 million personally, and his team closed $16 million. It's just, it's huge. Talk about yeah. black belt. And it's sustainable. It's a snowball oh, it's, mortgage it's, it's more sustainable than anything anybody's ever experienced because – the whole the whole inflection of technology on realtors, you said it right. I asked 400 realtors two weeks ago in Chicago. I asked them, how many of you do an annual real estate review religiously with every seller and buyer you've closed? How many hands would you guess went up? Two. There's four. <laughs> I mean. Four, four hands. And you're thinking, 
oh my gosh. So to your point, if the lender comes alongside to be kind of the the partner, they can pick and choose the agents they want. It's like it's like Absolutely. lights out. The other thing is how much value is there for the local lender to help the agent partner understand the dollarization? The point you brought up to me, you sent me a book 12 years ago on dollarization, such a powerful yeah, that's principle. Right. I gotta read that. Yeah. And, and how much value is there to the local lender that can dollarize what the agent is missing by not having yeah. a annual review? And by the way, if I'm doing annual reviews, on your behalf or you and I are doing them together around real estate and mortgage, that's like unstoppable. Yeah, and, and the thing that makes it so hot in today's market is realtors, they know they need to change. Yeah. They know they need they know they need to be advisors. They know they need to leverage video. Yep. So they're gonna be really attracted to doing business with a Wally, you know, with a black belt and advice. Yeah. Like more than ever. Yeah. Like oh hundred percent. You you just gotta get them through the experience. Hundred percent. But you gotta be that person first. Yeah. Yeah. Um solid time, man. Yeah. Good, good to fun. have you here. Thank fun, you so much. Yep. And then we do it like this. And we do it like this, and yeah. then and that's it, I guess, right? So uh hey guys, everybody, thanks so much for checking uh checking us out. Uh Mortgage Coach and High Trust. We're here to help you guys win, and we're here to help your clients win. So Dave, thanks for stopping by and thank you. Uh, have good a to safe, be here. Safe journeys home. Thanks. All right, see you next time. Thank you for listening to the High Trust Today podcast. If you want to make this year your best year ever and double, triple, or even quadruple your volume and performance, then I want you to click the link for your ticket to Sales Mastery in the show notes to find out how you can make more money in less time with less stress.